Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sometimes a name... Hello, I'm Lenny. ...can tell you a lot about a person. Perseus. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's who you're named after. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Wednesday, December 20th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. He's getting some pretty serious Oscar buzz right now for playing a doctor, don't call him a mad scientist, who resurrects a dead woman, played by Emma Stone, by using the brain of a baby in Poor Things. But Willem Dafoe is a killer in 2024's Nosferatu, specifically a vampire killer. And EW debuted a first look this week at that film and others, as well as upcoming TV shows, as part of our 2024 preview. Among the other films we have exclusive details about are Millie Bobby Brown's Damsel, Planet of the Apes, and Argyle, starring Henry Cavill, who tells us about his new action role and that questionable haircut. On the TV side, Elvis star Austin Butler teams up with Saltburn's Barry Keoghan for the World War II drama Masters of the Air, plus a first look at Pollyanna McIntosh's Jadis on The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Live, and inside those chilling connections between The Silence of the Lambs and the new season of True Detective starring Jodie Foster. You can see all of that at EW.com, plus our latest digital cover featuring some people who wear pink on Wednesdays, wink wink. And Celine Dion's sister Claudette has given an update on the sister's health condition as her battle with stiff person syndrome continues. The 55-year-old pop star previously announced her diagnosis of SPS, a rare neurological disorder that causes intense muscle stiffness and body spasms. In a recent interview with French-Canadian publication Set Jour, aka Seven Days, Claudette revealed that her sister, quote, doesn't have control over her muscles. There are some who have lost hope because it is a disease that is not very well known. What pains me is that she has always been disciplined. She's always worked hard. The elder Dion explained that while the singer and her family hope to see her back on stage, the progression of her illness has left them uncertain. Representatives for Celine Dion did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Get ready to meet a new generation of demigods at Camp Half-Blood because Percy Jackson and the Olympians, today's number three pick, debuts today on Disney Plus with its first two episodes. The original YA book series by Rick Reardon about a young boy who discovers he is actually the son of a Greek god and gets drawn into a world of myths and monsters has remained extremely popular decades after its release. So Reardon and his wife Becky decided the passionate fan base deserved 
a better adaptation than the 2010 movies with Logan Lerman and Alexandra Daddario. For another, stars Walker Scobell, Aryan Simhadri, and Leah Sava Jeffries, who play Percy and his best friends Grover Underwood and Annabeth Chase, respectively, are much closer in age to the preteen characters. Here's why the Reardons believe that's so important. I think it's more staying true to the spirit of the story. One of the things that we were lucky our team was very supportive about was the idea that this is a coming-of-age story. Mm -hmm. And it's important that Percy starts out as a middle school-aged kid. Yeah. um, Because it's about learning who you are. And I think that's one of the the gravest mistakes that the movies made is aging it up. Mm -hmm. I understand why they did it. Uh, because that's that's easier to get that four quadrant viewership, but it takes away the soul of the story. Yeah, you, you lose a lot of what it means to be on a hero's quest because yeah. you know growing up at that pivotal you know that pivotal age of middle school um, and that journey into adulthood that is a hero's quest in itself, mm-hmm. and it was so important to be able to show that. And I think when you get to see the rest of the episode, you're really going to see how. Walker was able to translate that growing up. I mean, he literally grew up. Yeah. uh, You know, during the show. Season one of Percy Jackson and the Olympians adapts all of Reardon's first novel in the series, The Lightning Thief. No further seasons have been announced, but there are four sequels left to tackle. Let the Capture the Flag games begin. The series is streaming now on Disney+. Bradley Cooper trades Jackson Maine's guitar for Leonard Bernstein's conducting baton in our number two pick, the new biopic, Maestro. Cooper directs, co-writes, and stars in this unique take on Bernstein's life, spanning his beginnings as an aspiring composer and conductor through to his success writing scores for Broadway, to his career as a conductor and educator who sought to bring classical music to the masses. All of this is told through the lens of Bernstein's romance with his wife, actress Felicia Montilegra, played in a career-best performance by Carey Mulligan. Here is a bit of the trailer. If summer doesn't sing in you, then nothing sings in you. And if nothing sings in you, then you can't make music. Something she told me. Hello, I'm Lenny. Hello, Felicia. So beautiful. Oh. Tell me about it. Oh, she's wonderful. She's a lovely girl. What age are we living in? One can be as free as one likes without guilt or confession. Please, I know exactly who you are. He can be the first great American conductor. There's a price for being in my brother's orbit, you know that. I love people so much that it's hard for me to be alone. Music, it keeps me glued to life. 
Cooper and Mulligan, by the way, are firmly part of the awards race for their performances as Lenny and Felicia. So get a jump on those Oscar pools right now by watching Maestro streaming on Netflix. It's trivia time. Bradley Cooper may be hoping that Maestro brings in some award season love, but it wouldn't be the first time Leonard Bernstein was part of the Oscars conversation. The revered composer and conductor was nominated for a Best Music, scoring of a dramatic or comedy picture Oscar for which film? Was it On the Waterfront, The Cane Mutiny, or The High and the Mighty? Stick around for that answer, as well as today's number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number two. If you want to win a million dollars on Survivor, our number one pick today, you better know how to work the jury. Playing the jury is almost more important than playing the game. So, how do the final five of Survivor 45 plan to address the jury if they make it to the very end of tonight's three-hour finale? Well, we asked them, and Jake O'Kane says that if he gets to the end, the money is as good as his. Dr. Frankenstein himself couldn't create a better monster for Final Tribal Council. Being the background as an attorney, like, I have training. I have might not have done the trial, but I've argued stuff in court. I have performed multiple different characters on stage. There is no better person to hit logos, pathos, and ethos than me. I'm gonna be able to hit all those bells harder than anyone else here, and I'm gonna be able to finesse that. I, I have the more training in that than anyone else, so knock on wood, I'm getting to Final Tribal Council, knock on a lot of wood, I would 100% bet on me to win if I'm in Final Tribal. Well, we're going to beg to differ with that assessment, as we imagine fellow finalists D, Julie, Austin, and Katura would as well. All we know is that the final Tribal Council plans to be a doozy. In fact, host Jeff Probst tells EW that it is a, quote, war. The battle for a million bucks begins tonight on the Survivor Season finale at 8 on CBS. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. For which film did Leonard Bernstein receive a Best Music Oscar nomination? Was it On the Waterfront, The Cane Mutiny, or The High and the Mighty? Well, all three films earned a nomination that year. Dimitri Tiomkin won the Oscar for his score for The High and the Mighty. Meanwhile, Bernstein was among the nominees for his score of On the Waterfront. 
And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson, Maureen Lee Linker, Christian Holub, and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall. 